Hello, my lovely people, and here is the first of our new format online live seminars. Now, I have put this into the client group rather than into the event so that I can tag people in if they're trying to find it later. I found out the last time I did an online seminar that I cannot if I put it into the event and you have not tagged yourself in. So here we are. Now, uh, if you are uh, watching this and you've got any questions, I am hoping that having this open also on my phone means that I'll be able to answer the questions as we go. I have discovered how to screen share my computer, but I cannot share my face and the computer at the same time. So you're going to have to look at my computer, I'm afraid. We cannot switch. But uh, anyway, let's get started. So, um, this is a brand new seminar that I have not uh, run before, and I'm going to do it in a 10 to 15 minute helter-skelter sort of time frame, and then I will upload the PDF of all of these slides at the end, and leave the recording online so that you can go and work your way through this, the idea being to pause it at each slide, and do work through it with a notepad and paper and that sort of thing. If you've got any questions as you're doing that either during this live or afterwards, then do comment below and I will come back and answer your questions as best I can. I was going to create a worksheet, but I decided probably everybody would want to lay their page out differently because me, I'm a spider diagram person, but some people, their lists, and I just thought it would be too hard. So I'll give you the slides at the end and any other questions or anything I've missed out, then do let me know. If you uh, watch this right through and you think this is still not quite the right format because we're still playing around with these live formats, then uh, I'd love to hear from you. The last feedback I had was that 45 minutes watching the whole thing as it, as it went was too long. So I've shortened this down to 20. Like I say, I'm not going to give you time to work through this. I am going to assume that you will walk come back to it later, re replay it and pause it as I go. So let's get started. So motivation. Now motivation is a funny thing. Um, you, can, you can be all really like, come on, let's go, like a lady that I had in the other day who had just won a voucher and wanted to sign up and she um, had decided that this was the kick that she needed um, and signed up to be a new member. Um, but are you bet, what is your bet that she will have some sort of um, highs and lows throughout the year because everybody does and how do you manage to combat those and get yourself back on track? How do you manage to make changes stick once you've made them? So let, here are a few steps. So to begin with I've got some questions for you. What are you actually trying to create? So what is your target? That is my question. What is your target? Um, make sure you know what it is. Make sure you know that you want what you want to achieve exactly and why you want to achieve that and by when. Because if you've got no idea when you want to achieve it, then this is not a target. So I'm just going to stop there for a second. I'm going to say hello to Libby, who's in Bluff. I'm going to also say hello to Karen and to Janice and Morgan, who are all watching live. I've got my comments up. It's working. So how do you know what your target is? So you need to have a target. 
So, what is what is it you're trying to create? So, what your what is your motivator? What makes you do the exercise? What makes you keep coming back? There must be something that makes you keep coming back. Um, we've got a really high retention rate for clients, and they tend to stay with us for a really long time. Everybody has their ups and downs throughout that period, but what is your motivator? Um, and the important thing here is it must be something that is important to you. Hello, Julia, who's just joined us. Your motivator must be something that's important to you, not something that somebody's told you to do. So, for example, if you come to me saying that um, my doctor did a test on me and I've got high cholesterol and he has told me to X, Y, Z, then to begin with, it's not going to work because you're not doing what you want to do. You're doing, you're doing what your doctor has told you to do. So your doctor might be the motivator to get you started with your high cholesterol or whatever it is, but there must be a reason for you to want to do it. Something must have made you want to change your mind. What is that? You need to apply it back to yourself. It cannot be an external motivator. It must be yours. So first find your own motivator and you need to decide when. Now this can be quite scary because well, what if I fail and all that sort of thing, but when? Uh, if it's an infinite goal, then it will never happen. So you need to set yourself a target when. So let's say by Christmas, I will what? If you're going to start with a target and you don't know where to start, that's what I would start with. Or maybe even by springtime, because that's six months. That's a nice, easy, uh, short time frame. So by springtime, I will have what? So like I say, this, the aim for this is for you to uh, scribble notes as you go, but then you might want to pause it and come back and do this in more detail later. I'm not going to stop and wait because that will get boring for you. So whipping straight on. Keep firing questions at me if you've got any because I can see your comments as they're coming through. So let me ask you a question. What if you could? Now, if you were going to start with that sentence, what would it be? What if you could what? So take, tell me something that you want to do that you don't do currently. Well, um, what is your goal? So what if you could, I don't know, what if I could run? That would be nice, wouldn't it? But I can't. That's impractical. It needs to be a practical goal. Failure is usually a lack of self-belief. something that you can believe you can do. So I could cycle twice a week. This is my current goal, cycle and swim twice a week. It sounds really quite simple, but I get tied up so much into my business type side of things that I end up putting myself out the window, which is not necessarily ideal. So what if you could, some of the comments I've got coming through here are stop smoking. What if, if, so turn the U to I, if I could stop smoking, I would what? How would you finish that sentence? Um, how would you feel if you if you stopped smoking? How would you feel if you were able to run? Now, run is quite an um, a wide goal, so maybe you need to narrow that down. So, what if I could run uh, to the end of Arena Avenue? That'd be pretty cool. I'd be happy with that, to be quite honest with you. But uh, start your goal with a small one. So once you've decided what it is, you need to start it with a small one. It needs to have an emotional connection. So what is your emotional connection to be able to help you succeed? So so once you've decided, so we've got two there in the comments, um, you've decided your goal, what is the emotional connection? What makes you want to do that? So um, I'm... I'm uh, going to ask Elizabeth and Julia there who've put their comments in in there 
um, to apply um, an emotional connection there to yours and anybody else who is whoopsie my screen went asleep anybody else who's with me there if you've got a goal what is your emotional connection to that and make it nice and simple so as soon as you've made it simple as soon as you connected connected something emotionally to it so mine is to keep on moving mine is to keep on moving um, swimming and biking because I can't run and I'm struggling to walk if I don't keep moving and keep the knee strong then I am going to become disabled faster so that's my emotional connection to be honest with you it's to help me to keep walking around and being able to work for as long as I possibly can um, and that's really simple actually so what is your emotional connection now I'm I'm noticing there's a bit of a delay when I change the slides here between when I've changed it and when it actually comes through on Facebook so I'll just talk around that for a sec so my next slide which will appear upon your screen in a minute I want to know who you want to be who do you want to be and who do you think you can be now I've got a whole lot of pictures there it is of different types of people there now I've just gone for the the aesthetic so who so if you look at this guy that's down here in the corner that's got six-pack abs what in one picture and hasn't in another picture is that who you want to be is that realistic for who you want to be the lady in the top corner who's um, sitting on a table or something um, is that who you want to be it's it might be who you want to be but is that realistically who you can be my argument would be the person that's the little tiny picture underneath the writing to health logo and uh, on the right hand side there happy that is as, as simple as it can be I just want to be happy now happy does not necessarily mean being able to run because that wouldn't make me happy because I'd be in pain so happiness who cares whether you're this size or that size or whatever size isn't happiness just something simple so um, Libby says she wants to be able to live longer that's a really simple thing um, and she wants to grow up so she can watch her grandchildren grow up now that's a really good target there and that I would pick there would be this girl in the corner the happy person that's nothing to do with size or aesthetics or how you look or anything else and Julia says she wants to run with her nephew and niece fair enough so the, they're excellent goals so you've got to decide here that all those other people that are watching me there you've got to decide what is uh, what is it you want to do what who do you want to be because they might not all be the same and like I say it might not be anything to do with what, what you look like it might be just how you feel so thank you Julie and Libby for the interaction there it's really good to see you you're working along with me um, Mo and who else was with me um, Janice and all those other people if you've got anything to say Karen just pop in there with it so moving onwards so hopefully my picture will catch up with you soon we're on to goals so I want you to visualize this goal now and the more the sharper the more vivid technicolor the more exact you are with this goal the better you'll you'll be at achieving it so your goal um, whether you uh, have, Libby and Julia have got two really clear ones so far what does it look like so how, what what is that going to look like when you uh, let, let me see what Julia say she wants to run with her nephew so what's that going to look like for you Julia now that might not be a marathon it might just be to the end of the street I don't know what your goal is there Libby wants to uh, live longer 
So what's that going to look like? Because you, I know you want to travel overseas. So what does that look like for you, Libby? Um, how does it feel? So put your emotional connection back in. What is that? How does that make you feel if you achieve this goal? Um, and put yourself right there in it, into the future. What are the sounds that you can hear? And the, who are the other people that are in there? Paint yourself a vivid technicolor picture or even a little video image of something in the future for yourself. Make it as, as exact as you can because the better you are at this step, then the better you'll be at um, recreating it later. So I can't reiterate how important it is to be really exact with your goal is. Make it, uh, connect all of the senses to this and make it as exact and as vivid as you can. Even if it means um, finding pictures out of, um, clippings out of magazines and things, that's something sometimes what I do. Um, so yes, make your goal really exact, vivid, technicolor. And then when you have done that, next question I'm going to ask you is why you want to achieve this goal. It's all well and good saying that you want to, you've got this goal, you want to do this um, because you, because you give me an emotional connection, uh, but why do you want to achieve it? So make, be realistic about this, make a list. And the best way to do this is if you were to watch, if you were watching this back, pause me right here and write the list as fast as you can. Or if you've got a pen and paper and you're doing it now, write it as fast as you can without even thinking and write it in pen because that means you're making a commitment. You can't rub it out later and change it. So why do you want to achieve this? Give me all the reasons for that. The study, um, and the reason I've said make a list and write it in pen, because scientific studies show that when we write by hand and connect letters manually, we engage the brain more actively in the process, um, more actively than typing it on a computer. So if you're able to, write it in pen. If you're not, a computer is fine, or maybe you want to work through it with somebody else who, who's writing it with you, but make sure you engage with this list. Um, be realistic with yourself. If you aren't, the steps that will follow from me here will become more difficult. And then from there, we're going to go to chunking. So what is chunking? Now that is breaking it down into the small realistic steps that you can do one at a time. Now it's important to do things in steps because um, neuroscience tells us that each small success triggers the brain's reward center, which releases dopamine. We all know about dopamine, and dopamine helps focus your content, concentration and inspires you to take another step. So if you are able to break this grand goal, then down into little small realistic steps, and you can tick them off one at a time, then you're going to release the good, feel-good dopamine, and you're going to be more motivated to continue that. So like I say, if we go back to mine for a second, mine was um, to, so that I can keep on moving, keep my knee as strong as I possibly can. And where I've started with that is I've started with swimming. Now, I had to stop doing breaststroke quite some years ago, and I now do freestyle. Sometimes I do um, kick, but I can't do kicks the regular way. I have to kick on my back with my knees facing upwards. I've had done lots of experiments, but that's how I get the quad strength because I can't do the impact walking type stuff. So my first goal is to do a, a long swim and a kick swim awake. That might be my really small, simple one. And I like ticking things off lists. So that really does motivate me. So 
make your steps really small and really achievable. So Julia says she wants to run with her nephews, nephews as they always want her to and she hates that she can't and she'd like to run around the block. So that's a, that's a great place to start, Julia. And to start to start with, with running around the block, you're not going to step out step out, um, out of your door and your running shoes and run around the block the first time, are you? Probably not. You're probably going to start off by going to the end of your whoopsie computer mostly. You're probably going to start by going to the end of your drive and then maybe down a couple of houses and that sort of thing. You maybe you you are going to use some support and then maybe you remove the support. Um, which is also perfectly fine, but I want you to stop here, pause that right now, and work out how you're going to do this and break it down into small steps. So if your goal is to get fit, maybe you want to start, somebody this morning didn't want to write this down because she thought it was a stupid goal, come to a class once. That's not a stupid goal. That's quite a realistic starting point if you're not coming to a class once a week at the moment. Maybe coming to a class once a week is your first point of call. And then once you've done that, yippee, then I move on to the next thing. So that's where I'm up to. So chunking. Break it down into small steps uh, that you do once at, one at a time. Right. So when you're watching this back, pause that there and go back to your list and make it into small steps. So thank, thank you, um, Libby. She's given me a really good small step here. She said she's going to cut out two cigarettes a week or, or let me see, or add one hour later a week that I can have the first. All right, so she wants, she, she's going to cut out two cigarettes a week or start, start them later in the day, I think is what she means there. But yes, two cigarettes a week, that's a, that's a good place to start. Maybe even one cigarette less a week is a good place to start. And then when you've, when you've managed that, then you cut it to two, and then you keep doing that for a while. The other th important thing here with chunking is once you've achieved your first goal, don't just like trot on to the next. You need to keep doing that for a while to make sure that you have consolidated it. So let's say your one cigarette, cut at one cigarette a week is what you're doing. You're probably going to want to do that for a few weeks first to make sure you can keep doing it before you change your goal and make it different. So don't helter-skelter through this list too fast. So yes, you're right, Libby, you'll have to choose which one, whichever one you think is the easiest one to start with and that you will definitely succeed at. That's the first goal on your list there. So um, the next thing, everything is not always going to go to plan, is it? Um, of course it isn't. Like I said right at the very beginning, uh, you are not going to um, succeed 100%. Because otherwise, there would be nobody like personal trainers and doctors and all them sorts of people because we, you're going to need yourself a support group. So here's some fabulous quotes from Thomas Edison, who's the guy that invented the light bulb. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Now, let me tell you, in the first two years of running a business, I have found 10,000 ways that won't work. I definitely have probably found some more, more than 10,000 ways that don't work. But um, this is that's if we were to apply it to a business, that's why a lot of businesses fail in the first couple of years because you don't keep at it. And it's the same thing with fitness goals. You need to keep at it. You need to be prepared to change course. Like, and there's some more comments there. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up, and it certainly does. So you're going to need a support group here because you're, uh, you're definitely going to hit some bumps in the road. So you're going to have to think about who it is that you're going to be able to get to support you. 
So Julia has come back to her running goals and she says she's going to start walking and then try running on and off. Fabulous, Julia. We've got a client that does uh, PT, that does running PT, and that's exactly how she got started. 10 seconds running, 10 seconds walking, that sort of thing. And then you build up the running. And then once you've managed that, then you cut down the walking. Excellent. Um, so get help. So your support group here, who are they going to be? So you're going to need to decide who they are and choose wisely. You might have a whole network of support. So let's say your support might, you might engage in some uh, professional, like you might have personal training or you might go to group fitness classes or something like that. If you're one of our clients, perhaps you might do that regularly. You might not. Maybe you have got some friends that you call upon um, to talk to. You can also have those as well. It's not one or the other. You may also use an online group. So the re, uh, what I'm hoping to do with this group is to make it become more um, family-based and support-based so that all the people that don't necessarily all spend time with each other in the room at the same time because we're all busy folk can still support each other. So that's my, that's my hope for this group moving forward. So decide who your uh, um, network of support is going to be. Some of it might be online, some of it might be in person, some might be a professional, a friend, or might be all of the above. But there is value in sharing your plan. Now, it, I read somewhere that the reason that people get married is because they're declaring uh, to the public uh, that are in the room the commitment they're going to make. So if you announce your intentions, it sends a strong message uh, to the world, and more important, to your unconscious mind. Uh, you will never, ever get me using the word subconscious. Um, which can sometimes sabotage your best efforts. So you need to announce the, your intentions and you need to get a bunch of people in to support you. So thank you, Libby. She says, well, I'm one of her support. That's really great to, to see. I'm, I'm, that, um, that's a really important uh, little message there. So thank you for that, Jul um, Libby. That's uh, really lovely to see that. And your husband, yes, of course he would be a support um, and maybe, I don't know, friends near and far. I do have people that I call up that are on the other side of the world that do support me that I don't even see. So it doesn't matter who your support group are, but yes, you need to figure out who they are. Now, the next thing you need to sort out is as well as figuring out who your support group are, you need to figure out how you're going to deal with the failure when you get some failure. So, you, you, who will your support network be and how will you know when you need them? So you're going to need to pick, pick here, I would suggest, some things that you think might be holes in the road that you might come up, upon. So let's say uh, when I was around the corner in, uh, in my old building, I used to be right across the road from a garage and I could nip across and buy a chocolate bar really easily within a few minutes. I can't now because it takes me about 20 minutes, especially with my gammy knee, because I'm nowhere near a, a, a garage. So um, if I was trying to give up chocolate, I might have that as one of my possible potholes and determine how you're going to deal with it. So here, what are all the things that might trip you up and how are you going to deal with them? Um, either as a spider diagram or as a list so that you've got a predetermined plan already for when you get to that point. So you're not lying on the ground going, oh, it's all failed, I might as well give up and eat chocolate. So who are, the role, who are your role models? Um, whether they are physical, uh, mental, emotional, or, or whatever, who are your role models? 
and you might want to add emotional reminders here. So what I mean by that is when I was trying to originally lose weight, I used to, I put, and anybody who's spoken to me about this will know this, I put fat pictures um, of the most hideous fat picture I, I had of myself on the cupboard where I kept the chocolate, on the door of the fridge, and all sorts of places, so that when I went to reach in for it, I'd see this hideous picture of myself and go, oh, no, I can't look like that. And that's how I used to motivate myself to stop. So here, what I want you to do is predetermine what your, what your possible failures might be and make yourself a plan to sort them all out. Now, like I say, if you need some help with this, I'm quite happy to help you out with it. So I'm just whistling through this so that you can pause it afterwards and watch it back. So moving on, another great quote I found it was one from Steve Jobs. He's the um, Microsoft guy. And he said, he, I think most people are able to make a sustained contribution over time rather than just a peak, are very internally driven. You have to be because in the ebb and tide of people's opinions and of fads, there are going to be times when you are criticized and criticisms are very difficult. Trust me, I know this. If I was to take personally everything that everybody said to me, I'd be a blithering wreck. It, it's really difficult to separate the emotion from the business, certainly from a business side of things, because I actually do care about everybody that I deal with. And, and well, that, yeah, and that's the trouble I had when I was a special needs teacher as well, actually. Anyway, back to his quote. And so when you criticize, you learn to pull back a little, listen to your own drummer, and some, to some extent that isolates you from the praise. If you eventually get it too, the praise becomes a little less important to you and the criticism becomes a little less important to you. And in the same measure, you become more internally driven. So his quote there, what he's actually saying is that if you have got a good, strong internal driver, then it won't matter what other people are saying to you because it will not knock you off your path. That's quite important. And if we go right back to what your goal was right at the very beginning, you need to know what the goal is. You need to be very driven towards it. You need to have small steps that are going to help you get there and a support network that are going to help you stay on that path. And once you've got all of that, you should be able to uh, pull back, like he says, and isolate yourself from all of the criticism and ignore it because that's what will derail you. So that's my last quote. So uh, 25 minutes. So I've gone as fast as I possibly can. And if there are any more questions, I haven't had any more just lately. Um, I just want to thank everybody who's watching this and anybody who's joined in during. And I also want to thank anybody who watches it back later because I know there are people in the class out here that are going to watch this back later. So I just want a wee reminder there for you. Remember that you are awesome and that you can achieve anything you want. I've got a million quotes about um, motivation and all them sorts of things. And if you like those sorts of things, you need to look at me up on Instagram because every third post I have on Instagram is a quote that I found somewhere. So if you if you need some quote motivation, you hop over there, Writing to Health on Instagram. So thank you everybody for watching and thank you for all your lovely comments. And uh, I'd love to hear from you what you thought of this format. Uh, sorry for the slight delay in the screen change. Um, I had figured that out halfway through, so I'll be able to work through that in the future. But if you like the format, comment below. If you think something could be changed, comment below, uh, because we're always endeavoring to be better and better and better. And thank you, Janice, who's just popped in and said she couldn't do it without me. Oh, Janice, that's lovely. I gave Janice the 20 kilo 
power bag today. Asked her to do squats with it and she cursed me for ages. And then I reminded her that's how much kilos she's actually lost since she started. So yes, sometimes you just need the grounding um, in there. And that reminds you of actually how far you've come. So thank you for the comment there, Libby. Uh, yes, see me in the screen. That would be good. I'm going to try a, a different way next time, maybe. I'll do it with Zoom because I can show you both the screen and my face at the same time. So maybe we'll try that next time and see how that goes. But yes, comments, comments. Give me your feedback. Let me know how we go because I actually couldn't share my face and the screen at the same time the way for uh, Facebook works. But I'm going to hop off live and I will stay attached to the end of this video for the next five or ten minutes. If anybody has still got any comments or questions you want to ask me, then please do pop them below. And if there's any documents you would like, if you want to see my hideous photo that I used to pin on the fridge, let me know and I can find it for you. So, oh no, I'm not going to get rid of the hemisphere of torture, Libby, sorry about that. <laughs> I've also, the power bag's also been nicknamed the fun bag. Maybe I should have some alternative terminology in my gin. Anyway, cheerio, toodaloo, and thank you all for watching, and we'll catch you again next time. Have a fabulous evening.